Okay, let's go. We are back, guys. Welcome back. Let me just get my seat adjusted for this. We're back on... Oh, well, first of all, let me sort my phone out. It's going everywhere. Right, that shouldn't disrupt anybody. Yeah, welcome back to the Ricky Tura podcast. Episode 43... Uh, 44, sorry. Episode 44. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. Uh, I hope you're keeping safe still. Um, it's a much brighter morning here. I know people that watch this on YouTube, you'll see how, actually how bright it is. We're currently on half eight in the morning. Um, yeah, it's it's been snowing on and off here in the UK. So I don't know if that's got something to do with it. But we've got clear blue skies, partly cloudy. You know, I've got to put that weatherman Rick in there at the start. But... Yeah, I hope you guys have been okay. I would ask what you're up to, but from experience, asking people in the shop, we're all in the same boat still, well, here in the UK anyway. So, yeah, I hope you guys are just keeping busy uh, and doing what you're doing, really. Um, I've basically just been in the shop as well and just working on a few videos here and there so I'm actually quite happy that the uh, the podcast is back up and running um, because it feels I don't know if the days are just getting longer or it's a particular day because I feel like the podcast it feels like forever now like the week it feels like a like two weeks for some reason but yeah anyway we're here we're back episode 44 i just want to before i get into anything and i don't really say this as much at the start but uh, i really appreciate you guys listening um to this as well this is just something that i do for fun uh really uh, and it just seems to have evolved over time even though it is the 44th episode each episode evolves in over time and maybe something different happens um so yeah i do really appreciate all of you um I don't mean to like be like uh, say this at the start and be like, Ooh, why is he saying this at the start? But I've looked on the data from my YouTube and stuff and 70% of people are subscribed to my YouTube channel, uh, which is kind of a bummer really because I do put out this content and if you want to subscribe, subscribe, like that's up to you. But if you like the content, you know, I would appreciate the subscribe. Um, because I've seen it and before it used to be like 50-50 or like people that were subscribed but now it's just gone all the way up to 70% of people that are not subscribed watch my content and the 30% are obviously people that are subscribed so it would really mean the world to me you know if you enjoy any part of this if you just watch the beginning and click off and you're like you know what that beginning was quite good um, you know I appreciate the subscribe it does help me as well and it gives me some sort of guidance whether I'm doing anything right or if, you know, because I'm going to still keep making content. And like I said, in anything, it's going to evolve over time anyway. So, yeah, I would uh, I would really appreciate that. That would mean the world to me. But, yeah, what are we doing today? Um, we, I don't know why I'm looking at my light. Uh, we are talking about the four topics again, all right? And... I'd tell you what, it's a bit of a, it's got a range to these topics today. They're all different in themselves. I know in the past I've done uh, topics that maybe two or three were the same or two were the same and the others were different. 
each and every single topic is different today. Um, so this is going to be an interesting one, uh, really. Uh, so the first topic is practicing magic. The second topic is about Joe Rogan. Third topic is about WandaVision, episode 5. Yes, it's become a key thing now in the podcast. And the last one is my thoughts on vlogging. Um, so yeah, if you guys like any of them topics, stick around because we're going to be diving into each and every one of them. Oh, I've got to have a, a quick coffee. I've been trying this black coffee stuff now. I love it. So, practicing magic. Um, so this is more of a, obviously a magician type of topic. Um, and I, I have talked about it in the past as well. Um, but, yeah, it's basically what, what should you do when practicing magic? Because I remember when I first started out, um, I used to just practice anything, like, all night. Uh, so it'd take me, like, an hour, two hours, maybe. Uh, I'd just try fit as much in as my, into my brain uh, and into my learning style as possible. Uh, and over time, you feel kind of burnt out. Um, so there'll be, like, days that you do, like, loads of practice, and then you'll just shut off for two days um, because it's like, oh, my God, I've done too much there. Uh, and it kind of depends on you and as a person. I know as the years go on, I, I've kind of been smarter about my practicing. And I've definitely scheduled it out as well. Like I'd do uh, maybe 10 to 20 minutes uh, in total in the day. Or maybe sometimes I do 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, 20 minutes in the evening. Depending on what you're learning because it ranges really for, for anybody. You've got to know yourself and what, what you can take and you know, how you adjust it from there. If you feel like, you know, these are for magicians, this topic. So if you feel like you're practicing and you're burning out, maybe you're just practicing too much in that particular time. Maybe you should just do half of what you're doing in the morning and then do the rest in the evening. And maybe you might, you know, balance it out there. Or if you can only do 10 minutes in a day because you've got a, a strict schedule, you've got kids or you've got work that's covering all your day or if you've got something, even 10 minutes a day for 7 days is 70 minutes so that's an hour and 10 minutes worth of practice a week and if you add that up, it's going to add up really uh, and if you think about that compared to somebody that's burning out so they're doing 2 days on, 2 days off over time you're beating that person in your, your time that you've put in um, so it, it does make a difference really, um, being smart about it as well, but like I said, you've got to know yourself, so for me, uh, I like to schedule my things, uh, so I like to do it morning and evening, um, it, it can depend on what time as well, because I've got the shop, so I'm usually in the shop uh, in the morning and the evening, so I tend to do it like around, if I've got time in the morning, I tend to do it around 10, 11-ish, uh, and then in the afternoon, if I don't do it in the morning, it'll be about 3-ish, or in the evening, it'll be like 9, 9pm. 9 so it kind of ranges, really, when, when you can fit it in. Um, but, like I said, that depends on you as a magician, as a performer uh, as well. Um, and you've got to figure out your, your time slot as well. For me, I like doing it in short bursts, but many times during the day as well. 
Um, I've done that in the past. Uh, I'm kind of slacking at the moment <laughs> for a little bit. Um, I'm not afraid to say that. We all have our slumps here. So I'm kind of in, in that kind of getting out of the slump at the moment. Um, so I've been doing less, but sometimes less is more. Uh, and I know people out there are thinking, what are you talking about, Rick? And I don't mean doing less practice as in, you know, that you're not going to do anything. I mean, like doing deliberate practice in less time. So you could be doing practice for about 20 minutes, but you're not really doing it properly. But if you just do it for 10 minutes and just focus on what you're doing properly, no distractions, anything, you could probably get more out of that 10 minutes than the 20 minutes that you got there. Uh, so that's what I mean, really, as well. Um, but if I'm talking about in a performance type of way, so if you've got like a big event coming up, um, obviously I would say virtual event now, but after COVID, if you've got a big event, um, you know, obviously do practice more uh, before then as well, if it is very important, like if you've got a stage show going on, you you practice your script, your, your magic effects and everything like that as well. So yeah, that's that's basically my advice on that and um, I do remember saying it in one episode as well um, can't remember which one but I did mention something about like the scheduling in different parts of the day um, for me that works out brilliantly just because of what I've going on maybe if I didn't work in the shop or if I was doing something else maybe I would schedule it different but it's totally up to you you know yourself better than anybody else so you know like when's the best time to practice whether that be like if you're working a nine to five and you know you come home it takes an hour to get home six you eat six half six seven then you know from like seven to eight you're going to just focus on practice but that's totally like i said it's up to you um and yeah obviously each thing you're practicing takes a different amount of time so if you're just practicing a sleight of hand move that's totally different to if you're practicing like a, a routine or like a certain effect so if i'm practicing a sleight of hand move uh, i would do that first but i'd find the reason why i want to use that so if i was doing something like i don't know uh, let's just make it easier, one-handed shuffle, where you put the cards in one hand and you shuffle them together like that. So, okay, that's cool, you're doing that, that's nice, but why? Why are you doing that? What What's the purpose in the first place? So if you've got something in your routine where you get the, um, let's say you do a multiple card selection to a few spectators, uh, you put them back into the pack and then you go, now I'm going to shuffle the deck uh, and, you, and you do it that that's your reason that's the like the basic like example that i'm giving you there obviously this ranges for anything uh but yeah so you've got to do really there's no point in just learning the one-handed shuffle and then it's like yes i've learned the one-handed shuffle because there's no purpose to to for you to use it like if you ask your other magician's friend oh what you've been learning one-handed shuffle and that's probably where you're going to use it and that's it really because a spectator doesn't really say that oh let's see a one-handed shuffle um so you've got to have a purpose for it really uh, as well um so yeah the, the sleight of hand obviously it takes a different amount of time um i tend to try and do it for 20 days um whatever i'm practicing uh, and then 
I tend to perform it. Uh, obviously, I record myself whilst I'm practicing, so that's very important as well. Uh, so record yourself for, for everything really that you do that you can look back on uh, so you um, know where you're going right and wrong. And that's me again, I'm slacking on that. I used to do that all the time, but recently I've just been recording it and not looking back on it. So that's something that I need to get out of the habit of and get into the habit of watching back on uh, as well. But I have, I've done loads. Like I said in my 80 plus video episodes, I've got loads of videos of me just practicing uh, magic as well. Which is quite fun to look at over time uh, to see where you've come from really and what skill set you've come from. Uh, but yeah, everything ranges different times. So if you're learning a proper like full on effect um let's say you're putting a coin in a can yes that does take more time to practice because you need to get your angles right if you're recording on camera you need to get your presentation right there's so many factors that that go in to what what you're doing uh, really and then obviously the most important thing is performing it so you're practicing it let's say you practice it for 20 days you've got it you feel happy that it's performance ready um and then you go out and it doesn't go quite as to plan that you wanted to I then would practice it for another 10 days uh, and see where it goes wrong uh, if you do have somebody filming you whilst doing it even better because you can you know look back and see where you went wrong or you know that you could improve on uh, then kind of work on your your mistakes and then perform it and then keep going because uh, I feel like and I do this all the time uh, and I'm sure as magicians we all do this we practice something and we don't really perform it so you, you might have spent, spent tons of time in front of the mirror uh, or your camera just practicing something and you're very passionate about it and then you don't end up performing it just because you, you're afraid um of doing something new uh, and yeah I'm a big one about this because I've been through this a lot of times um, and it doesn't really make you go and I watched uh, Alex Pandrea video uh, as well YouTube video last week um, and he basically said what I said just now so maybe I'm just regurgitating what he's saying uh, but um, I think what he said was that you need to try new things in order to grow and that's like anything in life but for a certain effect that you want to perform um, you need to break through that barrier otherwise you won't grow you'll just stay like this or you'll end up declining uh, as well and that's what I've learned in the past and when I've actually pulled off a new effect it's such a relief um, and the spectator never even knows but it's such a big relief um, but yeah that's that's basically my thoughts on practicing magic really i hope this helps if you are a magician out there or you can apply this to anything if you do sports anything really that you practice i hope that some sort of adds value to you guys so what we're we going to talk about next oh love my coffee man okay so let's talk about Joe Rogan. Why have I put Joe Rogan on this? Um, okay. So I was watching... I need to know the name of the YouTubers. Because I've been looking more into YouTube videos. 
uh, and there's this guy that I'm subscribed to now, and it's called Noah Noah Kagan. I hope I've said that right. Um, he basically tells you how to improve your marketing and business and stuff. He he gives you like real tips on how to do it. He he gets an example of a person and and uses their methods and stuff on how you can improve. And one of them was Joe Rogan. And I've been watching Joe Rogan um, for a while now. I wouldn't say a long time, but for a while. And I really like him. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, I like the way he works. Um, because when I first started watching and listening to him, I was like, what? okay, what does this guy actually do? Because if you look at other people like Michael Jordan, Cristiano Ronaldo... Uh, Tiger Woods, like them names that I just said, you know exactly what they do, sports, you know what I mean, like golf, football, basketball, you know what, what, what it is for them. When I look at Joe Rogan, I think, what is it? What is his thing? And I couldn't pinpoint it at first. But then I realised, oh, I've seen this guy do UFC commentary and I've seen him do his podcast and that's basically where I know, know him from. So I'm like, oh, this guy's a podcaster. And then I watched um, Noah Kagan's video about him, and basically he just dissected uh, Joe Rogan, how he makes his income from his, uh, basically his passions, really, that he's doing. And I didn't realise how much he was actually doing uh, as well. So I just want to talk a little bit about that, because maybe that I think that's something that I'm trying to, well, start, I wouldn't say doing, I'd say start uh, at this moment of time, uh, because for Joe Rogan, right, obviously you guys know, well, if you don't know him, he does a podcast, um, he also does UFC commentary as well, um, and then he's a comedian as well, which I knew, uh, but I forget, so he, he he's a comedian, he's got Netflix specials, uh, and he's a partner in a fitness nutrition company, I'd say. I'm not sure if I got that right, like a nutrition, maybe. But but he definitely is a partner in like the fitness company. Um, so, yeah, he basically has four things that he's doing. And obviously, I'm not going to get into his income, how he makes the income out of them. But he's got many things within them that he makes his income from. Uh, as well but that's that's not what I'm here to talk about I just like how he's doing uh, different things and it's kind of like a blueprint uh, like many others like you, you see The Rock you kind of know The Rock for wrestling but he's done acting he's got his tequila brand he's got he's doing this he's doing that um, he's got a sponsorship with Under Armour I think um, yeah and like Kevin Hart he's a comedian he's an actor he has his own heartbeat productions company he does this show that sh so it, it's kind of like a blueprint but it all started off from one thing really and I think Joe Rogan's was really his one thing was just many passions so it kind of just was like comedy uh it was um what else was it it was podcasting it was the UFC commentary you know the fitness thing kind of came after but yeah so that's kind of what I'm diving into like I've been doing magic f since 2011 but not but actually been performing at events since 2014 um so you can kind of say five years I've been performing because I didn't do anything in 2020 um and hopefully this year it'll get better but but yeah and, and magic's kind of the thing that I've stuck to 
and I love magic and I'm always going to do magic for the rest of my life uh, and I've got big things that I want to do for magic as well uh, but I felt like I was being too narrow and I've said this in the past but I kind of use Joe Rogan as like some sort of blueprint as well like I, I like to podcast like I didn't do the podcast because of Joe Rogan I did the podcast because I wanted to do it and I, it just so happens that I like it um, and it's kind of like I want to dive into this thing I'm doing YouTube I'm doing vlogs I'm doing this sweet review so I'm kind of diving into different sections as well uh, so um so yeah, Joe Joe Rogan's like a, a good blueprint, really. And you, you got to admit, you gotta like, you gotta love the guy, man. Like his podcasts are amazing, man. The amount of guests now that he gets on, like I haven't watched any of his earlier podcast stuff, but I can imagine he didn't get as many guests on, like high profile. I'm guessing, maybe I could be wrong, um, but now he gets people like Kanye West, Dave Chappelle, Elon Musk. So yeah, he's kind of like the biggest like podcaster out there um yeah so it all just started off from a passion really and that's what i love so it's it's a big blueprint and if you are thinking about doing some stuff out there like if you want to go in some sort of other directions as well i'd definitely check out noah kagan's channel uh, and he breaks down um joe rogan's like different passions and stuff as well um so yeah it's uh that's a bit about joe rogan really and I hope that adds value to anybody out there that, you know, wants to try other things as well and go in different directions. Joe Rogan's a great example of that. Okay, so here's here's the one that's going to take a little bit to talk about, but I'm glad you guys are still here, okay? So, we're talking about WandaVision Episode 5. And if I haven't said it already... I love this show, okay, like, it's probably one of the best things I've, I've watched in, you know, in a while, um, yeah, I've just got to have a, a sip of coffee before I tell you guys about this, okay, spoilers, because I'm about to just release a big spoiler right now from that episode, so spoilers, do not listen to this if you haven't watched episode five of WandaVision. Pietro's returned. Like what the hell is going on? Is it Pietro? Um basically Quicksilver's he's come back, right? Uh but it's the X-Men version. When that doorbell rang, you do not know how many things was going in my head. But I was like, what the hell's going okay, hold up. first of all, did Wanda ring the bell? But she said she didn't ring the bell. Who is behind the door? Is it Agatha or is it other people? Like, what what's going on? And then it's going back to um, the headquarters, the sword headquarters outside. And they're watching it like, what's going on? Who's who's this? And it turns out to be Quicksilver, but from X-Men. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Two shows are now collided. Well, it's a multiverse now, apparently. Um, so, yeah, I'm just like, wow. And then it just ended there. And I'm just like, oh, this show can't get any better. And I'm guessing episode six will be even better. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about a little bit about what happened. So it's in the 80s. I think it's 80s or 90s now. It was in the twins of are growing uh, during this episode. Uh, is it Tommy and Billy? Um, Wanda can't control the kids, meaning she can't use her, her magic. Well, I'm going to say magic uh, on them. 
so she was trying to like quieten the babies up when they were crying but she tried it and they didn't but then Agatha came in and then have you realized as well like I've watched loads of YouTube videos on this the kids only grow when Agatha's there so a bit strange um, but yeah Wonder Cat controller kids there's many questions that need to be answered and this gets on my mind and I'm sure everybody's in the same boat because I want to know what's going on but they don't tell you and I'm guessing when everything finishes we'll have all the answers and maybe a few un unanswered ones but but what the hell is going on between Cap Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau because when Jimmy Woo was saying Captain Marvel nearly beat Thanos she was just like yeah let's not talk about her and I'm just like ooh what's the biff like you know what I mean um yeah is agatha behind this like she apparently is she a witch or something like that i don't know there's a halloween episode that's about to come out i think this friday so we'll have to see then because she was wearing some sort of witch costume maybe that kind of like depicts what she is um yeah there's so many things in this episode uh and i, I just went manic that's probably why I didn't post content on Friday, to be honest. <laughs> I was so, like, into just watching WandaVision. So I need to post content on Friday, really, uh, as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's um, it's it's brilliant. Like, I don't... I'm just leaving this for all the YouTubers that do the job for this. Like, I'm just telling you what I thought. And I'm regurgitating some things, what they're saying. I'd definitely check it out like one division like i know i spoiled it but if you've gone through the spoilers and you just want to watch it watch it because i feel like wanda's getting a bit unstable now she can't control as many things like from the start she didn't have many factors uh in place that she couldn't control but now there are so many factors um like vision like because if then she resets vision the kids will be confused well, the kids won't be confused because the kids know. Now, I think one of them's telepathic as well, so they'll know. But you can't control them, and things will just go out of place, really, very quickly. So I think she's getting stressed out, or she's she's not mentally stable anymore, or she's not really behind this. There's somebody else behind this. Could it be Agatha, or could it be somebody bigger? Um, like, apparently there's rumours about Mephisto that... Pietro's Mephisto really um, because Wanda and Vision were about to have like a fight kind of thing before the doorbell rang so maybe it could be there's so many unanswered questions and I hope it kind of gets cleared up in the next episode but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not um, so yeah I'm kind of uh, looking forward to the next episode and there have been leaks out there uh, as well and I've tried my best not to watch them but I've watched one leak um, it was only like 15 seconds long so it didn't really uh, spoil as much as I thought it would but yeah um, I can't wait for the next episode of WandaVision so yeah that's basically my thoughts I, I might make this a weekly thing I might talk about episode 6 next week uh, because I enjoy actually talking about it as well so yeah stay tuned for episode 6 uh, next week and before we get out of here podcast uh, I, I wanted to do this because I've been vlogging for a year now um, I did my first vlog just about over a year ago now we're on the 10th of February I think I uploaded my first vlog 
on the 6th of February 2020. I think, um, but it's definitely been over a year. So yeah, I, I'm going to do, first of all, I'm going to do a reaction, like a separate video to that uh, in my uh, on my YouTube channel because I haven't watched that video uh, as well. So it's going to be nice to watch that and get a reaction out of myself from what I was doing a year ago um, as well and see how much I've progressed. Uh, but my thoughts on vlogging. Uh, since I've been doing it for just about over a year. I'm not an expert at this. Um, I'm just telling you what I think. Just like last week, I was telling you what I think about YouTube and stuff like that in my first video. So yeah, it's it's not easy, vlogging. You don't know what to talk about uh, or, or film, really, because in your mind, you think you're boring. Uh, and I don't think my life's exciting at, at all. Uh, but I've been listening to Gary Vee quite a bit. And he was saying that other people might find you interesting. Like, just put out what you want to put out and they'll decide. So, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. So, I didn't really put add the shop as much into my first episodes of my vlogs. And then as the vlogs went on, I started using the shop more, uh, really, as well. Because it is a part of my life, really. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 not about... Well, it is about what you want to show, because if you don't want to show everything in your life, fair enough. Um, you know, just show what you want to show, but don't be afraid of putting it out there uh, as well, because uh, your life might be exciting, uh, you know, to someone else. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to put this in, like, as simple as possible, like... The Kardashians is a reality show and your vlogs are kind of like your reality show. So, yeah, it kind of works out from there, really, um, what what it is. Because um, I, I don't think my life's exciting as well. I just show basically me talking behind the counter in a shop, uh, filling some shelves, and then come back into my room and say, thank you, subscribe. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, but um, always try your best if you want to go for, for vlogging, really, if you feel like that's that's for you, um, always, always try your best, uh, from that, I'm just going to turn my camera off, uh, and turn it back on, so I know what I'm doing, oh, yeah, so always try your best, uh, on what you want to do, um, film something, what have I wrote here, film something you enjoy doing, uh, or talk about, so that, so that's, um, that's very important, actually, as well, um, something new for me was the shop because I've never really vlogged in a, in the shop before so that was something new or something to talk about like I've recently like creating content so I'll talk about that so that, that's kind of my advice really don't be afraid uh, of what to put out there and um, just in film something you enjoy doing or talking about as well uh, because it will go far the more you do it the more you'll enjoy it and think of new things as they come but yeah, I'm going to leave that there, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as well. Uh, and I really appreciate you guys for making it this far into the episode. So yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you like, rate, subscribe. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to head out now. Uh, but yeah, I hope you ha guys have a great day or night, wherever you are. And I'll see you next week.